Let's look at one that might be a little bit controversial, so if it rubs your boat, I do not apologize. The Romans, many of them were married, had male slaves, or play partners, if you will, on the side. Fast forward a couple of thousand years, if you will, and JFK had an affair with Marilyn Monroe. Bill Clinton got impeached because Monica Lewinsky serviced him above and beyond her duties. He asserted his power position. The infamous cigar story, many of you will recall. Even fast forward from there, but not as many years. Harvey Weinstein's career is effectively over. Kevin Spacey, I think, will never be heard from again. And Dustin Hoffman is on the chopping block just as well. And those are just the big names. There are many, many other people who fall in the same category of sexual, sexual harassers. Now, I want you to hear me loud and clear here that what follows is not to excuse the conduct of men and their overreach in the sexual department, not by any means. I strongly, strongly, strongly object to their type of behavior, but I'm also a realist, and this is what this recording is meant to underline. The people who are standing accused today to have committed sexual assault are likely guilty. But now we also have to look at how were they brought up, during what time, what has changed since? Harvey Weinstein is a child, a product of the 50s and 60s, 70s perhaps, no, I think 60s, if I'm not mistaken. Same goes for Dustin Hoffman, same goes for many of the others who are accused nowadays. And again, this is not to excuse their conduct, but it serves to explain the type of society that they were brought up in. Men must stand their ground. We are the lion of the pack. Hear us roar. We are greater. We are bigger. We are better. We have to assert ourselves. We have to take what is ours. Women, although nowadays very much are equal, and rightfully so, were not their equal when they were brought up. On a secondary note, power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. That saying has been around for thousands of years, and of course it stands true. Bill Clinton, perfect case scenario. Harvey Weinstein, perfect case scenario. Spacey, absolutely powerful, powerful player in Hollywood. Can he do whatever he wants? Of course. Notably, you may have noticed that I have not reflected upon the douchebag in charge, Donald Trump. He stood on a bus recorded saying that he can grab pussy and he moved on her like a bitch. He still got elected. We haven't learned. We haven't progressed. The only thing that has changed is the medium in which we report our misdeeds. We've become faster, more elaborate, quicker to dive deep into how we can point the finger upon somebody else. Hey, you did something wrong. Let me dish it out on Twitter, on Facebook, in any kind of social media that is willing to actually publish my drivel. Now, again, this does not mean that their sexual conduct, their sexual harassment is drivel. But it means to actually underline the third layer now. So many people came about with the hashtag of Me Too, male and, of course, predominantly female, that at some point we're going to run risk of whitewashing this. It becomes noise, it becomes standard, it becomes the new norm. Well, for the individual victim, nothing here is the norm. 
but the sheer amount of Me Too hashtags of women who were violated, and men of course too, makes this white noise. So as a crisis communicator and PR guy, what would I suggest if my client were to be accused? At this point, at the volume of accusations, my suggestion to my client would be, fight this, even if you're guilty, fight this, and argue the following. Really, so many people have been accused and so many people have paid millions. Now you want to cash in on me? I haven't done anything. How about you show me proof? I'm a victim here by your smear attack. Even if you're guilty, you can now, based on the noise alone, whitewash what actually is not whitewashable. That's the reality of sexual assault.